0: Orale! Si, sí, senor! Nice. Benvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFE podcast. I'm Jorge Georgie Martín and my co-pilot today, Primo Ricky Torres! What up? Orale, orale, what? baby! Uh, Let's do
1: this. I'm excited to be here, talk football. I feel like all last week there's no COVID, now this week there's so much chisme. So I'm excited. So much uh, to talk about.
0: Oh, so much to talk about. Uh, Primo Hector, we're missing you tonight, but hey, man, uh, home ownership's got its priorities. So uh, finish up, we'll catch up with you on the weekend.
1: Yes, yeah, a lot going on right now. So. Oh,
0: well, gracias everybody for joining us. Uh, como siempre, estamos aquí a sus órdenes. Uh, make sure you're checking out our website at familiaffp.com, as well as our Twitter at Familia FFP and our Familia FFP Facebook page. Well, uh, you know, it's... You know, we, we always do start off this episode kind of with our picks, you know, Primo Nico uh, often has been joining us for this one, but he had to send his in. He had a lot of work to ca- catch up on on his day job. But, you know, first, uh, we wanted to take a look at uh, how everybody did last week. And it was, you know, it kind of was... The, it
1: was a weird week
0: it was such a weird week the weather played a factor i mean just i, I mean i heard so many people just saying it, it, it was yeah like the best weeks.
1: defense was miami because they did so much like it was a weird yeah the weather the kicks right oh my god that kick in the butt in the cleveland in the cleveland Raiders. there's like game. a couple of them yeah just oh there's so a that few that. games like that i forgot what other game i saw that happen in
0: uh, Green Bay, that Green Bay had that that one that game was weird because of weather. The uh, Buffalo New England game was weird. Titans was...
1: Goskowski just couldn't make a field goal, oh,
0: so it was just so it it just kind of reflected in everything. Uh, you know, we had uh, so we went over. Let's go over Nico's picks last week. We had Buffalo negative three and a half, minus three and a half. Uh, they won by three. Uh, Tennessee wow, right on the line tennessee five and a half uh favorite uh they lost yeah, they lost
1: by 11
0: yeah they lost uh actually but i had the other the other half of that on my system uh so that was a w for for me on that one and then they had the chargers minus three which if uh you know drew lock doesn't make that last throw they cover yeah uh, yeah i yeah, know yeah. that one hurts baby. what a horrible game and then you, you mentioned the Miami defense was the, the best of the day. They they covered against the Rams. I was worried about that one. That that game felt like a trap game. And then he, and then Nickel got the W with uh, Pittsburgh, plus four. So that that was a that was a good win. And then on Hector's picks, uh, he had Tampa. Uh, which they won, but they were not, they did not win by 11. And I had the other half of that with my home underdog system with the giants uh, green Bay minus seven, which uh, that should have happened, but for some reason they, they didn't show up and the Raiders was a win. They were plus two and a half. That was a good one. And then he also had the chargers. So uh, again, weird week, Again, weird week. So uh, we're going to, we'll catch up with Hector's picks tomorrow. But Nico sent in his picks, uh, which is uh, some interesting ones. Uh, you got the Raiders, even against the Chargers
1: at? at your Chargers. Well, now what does even mean? Uh, it means they just, uh, you know, it's a,
0: it's a pick. Is that they're going to tie sorry. the game or what? Oh. No, you just you pick <laughs> oh, the
1: winner. Oh, I see. So it's a no spread. Okay. Yeah. I see what he did there.
0: So you got the Giants plus two and a half. They're playing. Uh, they're they're playing at Washington. So that one. That they look connect- good
1: last week. So yeah,
0: they looked. They're they're looking surprisingly good. The Giants. So they play
1: up and then they play down when they play up. I don't. Know, I don't know what they do. Yeah, maybe this is the week they play down. The next That's, one is yeah. S- Seattle minus three
0: in Buffalo, which I, I think is a fun game. It's gonna be It's gonna be game. a field goal game uh yes yes i agree i agree it's gonna be it's gonna be a close one it's uh, I, you know one of those things i'm i keep thinking that one of these days seattle's gonna throw a clunker out there and uh but i don't know if the seattle league. yeah
1: you don't consider the end of the arizona game a clunker
0: no i mean i guess there's
1: they're, still... they're still in it but i mean yeah. i don't know if they're, i don't think I don't think Seattle will have a clunker because they have too many weapons. I mean, yeah. they, they have the ability to catch up fast because they of do. DK and Russell. So I don't ever think they're going to be out of a game.
0: No, I, don't, I agree. Um, and then the, another one is Green Bay, the, the tomorrow night's game, which uh, we'll preview in a minute with everybody's out. <laughs> it seems like so many starters. I, I see are... that it
1: says minus seven. No, that's last week. So what's the spread right now? Is it still seven? Uh, six and a half. I, was, I could have sworn like two hours ago. I heard it was like at 13. The Green but Bay it's like, Green Bay San yeah. Francisco. Oh wow. Yeah, it's, it's probably changing all the time because of all the news. Wow. Let me you know what? Uh talk about the
0: the Ravens game. They're uh, they are who are they going to play? They are gonna play uh remind let me, Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm reminding at, myself on that
1: one. Uh, I don't see them on here. Where? Oh, there they are. They are actually playing in a really good game against the Colts. Oh, so you have a, a team in the Colts that's looking good. Finally, they're everyone's playing good. We don't know what's going on with Jonathan Taylor, but the Colts defense is finally doing what people expected them to do, as far as at least step step it up and stop teams rather than laying them run all over, but they're facing the Ravens. So I think this is a good game to see if the Colts are really playoff contenders, because if they get the, if they get whooped by the Ravens, I wouldn't expect to see the Colts make playoffs, but if they can at least only be down by a touchdown or 10, then I think, you know what? The Colts have a chance of making playoffs and actually doing something. And think you right the other- in- and, and I think you know, when you have the Ravens in this, you also gotta be scared because I don't think they're gonna run much. And I I don't know what's gonna happen because if they don't run much, that's when Lamar does well, is when he just runs. When he tries to be when he tries to be Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, I should say, he's <laughs> not good at it. He's better at being the Lamar Jackson style player. And I think Indy's quick on the run. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a good game it is going to be a good game and the thing that i think will be interesting about this one it's going to be on the fast track
0: on their in their dome so i mean that always that always favors the teams that have the the great speed and i I don't know if anybody's going to be faster than lamar jackson on that field so uh you know it, it could happen but again i mean indy's been so such a good defense uh you know, they showed up last week uh, against Detroit, but uh, but again, they still really haven't played an elite team. They haven't beaten an elite team. So uh, we're going to we'll see. We'll definitely
1: this one. see that. You're going to talk about them later, anyway. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about them later. And uh, my I had my pick, my system uh, has Dallas plus 13 against Pittsburgh. And usually, you know, the thing I like about the system is it's like there's no there's no heart that's it's all it's all based on mathematics so it just kind of takes yeah
1: but now your heart's coming into play because you really don't want to go with it this week right? I, I really don't because i'm like i
0: sit there and i'm like dallas is uh you know I, dallas is almost given up on the season and that's just <laughs> uh, that's sickening to me you know yeah. these guys are these guys need to show professional pride but uh but I'm putting the pick in because I I got to follow the system and plus the system's three and O already. So we're going to see, we're going to see. Uh, good hey, luck. I, Keep it up. Yeah. We're, we'll, we'll, well, you guys will give me a hard time about it on, uh, on Sunday. The good thing is I don't pick too many right now. Later in the season, there could be three, four or five games going on on this.
1: Yeah. But you, you shielded yourself by, by making yourself seem like a novice because Nico and heck make themselves seem like gurus. <laughs> so when they lose, it's like, come on, guru i'm sneaking in i'm just sneaking
0: in you know like like a fox in the night so you can come in i'm gonna take take all teach, your chickens teach the old guys something take all the gallinas and stuff <laughs> well hey let's get into some cheese man. cheese man so we got uh adam schefter reporting that a lot runners, of covid reports oh, right oh my god well they've 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 strengthened the protocols so after last week having zero remember right and now all of a sudden it's like the, the 49ers had some, uh, you know, had, had some positive tests, Kendrick Bourne being one. And uh, you know, Debo Samuel uh, and Brandon Ayuk, they both got, they, they both, you know, were considered close contact. And I mean, so they've just shut down their facility. The game is still scheduled and there was a, uh there there was some some twitter mentions about uh people who are on the flight uh coming from green bay to san francisco so the game's gonna be happening on thursday night so we'll be previewing a little bit but uh how crazy is this baby
1: how it's it's only gonna get crazier you know every inch we get closer to the game so it'll be exciting because a, am gonna win again because when the Niners lose, I win. <laughs> but also, it's it's gonna be an NFL team versus an XFL team. So it's well, I both. Well, we'll get into the backfield.
0: Uh, There's madre that it's going on on both teams. It's just oh, it's nuts. It's nuts. And speaking of nuts, Matthew Stafford. Uh, he's in the co- he's on the COVID IR, but he hasn't tested positive. It's because of an exposure. So um, there is still a chance he's gonna play on. Sunday. That
1: tells me he's gonna play. I mean. I, if it was just an exposure, I think he'll be fine. If he hasn't tested positive already, I mean, I've been exposed so many times and I've yet to test positive. So you really got you really got to get in there to get it. But yeah, if he's not doing it now, I'm just gonna go with he's playing. It sucks because I have him and I have Garoppolo in a two quarterback league. It's
0: it's it's pretty crazy. I mean. Uh, you know, when you, when you sit about it and you, and think about it. Yeah. You're, you're talking about from, from the point of uh, experience, you're looking at the fact that uh, and you've been around it on a daily basis for the past seven, eight months and uh, maybe even longer. And you're right. You know, you're taking the proper precautions and uh, gosh. I mean, yeah,
1: it's-, it's true. He, yeah, it's just, I don't know. This thing's it's so weird because last week we had zero, And now all you're seeing is COVID-IR, COVID-IR. But, I mean, I don't know what to think. I don't know if this is just, you know, like being hopeful. This is just a slip up. Or this is flu season. This is what happens.
0: Oh, we'll see. I mean, you know, that's tough because, you know, Matthew Stafford coming off the back-to-back 300-yard games – so uh, something we got to keep an eye on, you know, yeah. it's one of the things we got to keep the uh, first thing in the morning, whenever I, uh, <laughs> I turn on my phone, I check Twitter to see if it, you know, see what, if Adam Schefter or Tom Pelissaro, uh found it. <laughs> any- it's
1: like, I don't even gotta do anything because then you text whatever that is in the family chat. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, well, you know, we may be getting uh, the reappearance, the reemergence of Michael Thomas.
1: Uh, Yep. finally, he's practicing Wednesday due to his hamstring and his ankle. Uh, He practiced practiced last week before ultimately missing week eight. So I believe people are finally ready to see the king because last year, remember, he made Hall of Fame numbers. He had the the record, right, for the most receptions. Yeah. So everyone this year is waiting for this guy. And if you have him, you're stuck with this guy on your team. No one's going to give you value. So his chances of suiting up against the Bucks this Sunday are a lot higher than they were last week, but that doesn't tell me much because he still didn't play last week. And then Emmanuel Sanders, who's off the COVID list, and uh, Marquez Callaway also practiced. So it looks like they're hopefully New Orleans is going to have a full backfield or a full wideout so that they can finally – Drew Brees can look like the old Drew Brees. Right now they just look like – and I don't mind, but it's just an all-Kamara team.
0: Oh, and speaking of Kamara, he he sent out a tweet that he's planning, he didn't practice today, but that he's planning to play. So, you know, it's, it's seeming like Wednesdays are like the days off for uh, running backs anyway. So give them, give them extra time to heal up their bodies and get ready.
1: Yeah, that's literally how it's been this whole season. Mm -hmm. Wednesday, DeAndre Hopkins didn't play last week, Wednesday, so... So I'm gonna many. start taking every Wednesday off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! Well, not from recording. So yeah. You know, no. so <laughs> and last but not least, uh, Daryl Henderson. Uh, the Rams are off this week, but uh, Coach Sean McVay says that he thinks that the uh, Henderson is going to be fine. That uh, you know, you just had that that injury, but that you know, with the time off, he should be fine. Though I'm still, you know, any team where I got a Henderson, anybody anybody who's got Henderson, I'm looking to grab uh grab cam acres
1: yeah i mean every every league that i have henderson i'm either trading him to the guy who has acres or trying to get acres so yeah i think eventually like you were talking about earlier acres looks like the most efficient back in the sense that he has these huge runs and they look good but they just feed henderson that's who they want to give the ball to yeah, yeah, I just think it's good. I mean, if he's fine, uh, that'll so be So young, so it's hard to think, like, this guy's already breaking down. Like, it's the second year, isn't it? It's, it is it is his second year,
0: and you just don't <laughs> – I mean, some guys are just a little bit – I mean, I've seen some of the uh, – uh, one of the more prominent analysts, uh, Edwin Porras, who says that, uh, you know, he's a doctor of physical therapy, and he, he says players aren't necessarily injury-prone, but, you know – some guys i guess are a little more
1: uh have a little more bad luck than others like so. like galladay they call yeah. glass now so oh. it reminds me of uh, oh, who is the uh the, the guy that i think it was portland from in basketball they drafted him over kevin durant oh greg odin greg odin yeah greg odin disease yeah, he basically was out. Um, you just get old really quick. Yeah, and just break apart.
0: Yeah, and a little bit further back, Sam Bowie, who got picked before Michael Jordan, uh, he had an injury-plagued career. So tons of foot, tons of foot injuries. So, uh, yeah, that can never really count on it. But no, no. Well, hey, let's get into the uh, Thursday night. Let's start off with the Thursday night preview. We got Green Bay at San Francisco uh so i i looked it up it's now an eight point spread so the game okay. is so usually these get these kind of games go off but uh yeah it's an eight point spread it is still a four. it's a 48.5 over under it was uh 49.5 a little bit uh, a little bit earlier it's going to be a crazy game because you know, San Francisco is down to like Jermichael Hasty and Jerick McKinnon as the, as it's run, as uh, it's running back and Green Bay with uh, Aaron Jones being questionable. The coaches are saying they're pessimistic that he's going to play and you've got, as they should be. Yeah. And then you've got Jamal Williams and uh, AJ Dillon, both in the COVID-19 protocol. So you're, t- you're looking at Tyler Irvin or Dexter Williams as uh, the running backs. There. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah, can exactly to me this is just going to mean this is just going to mean that Aaron Jones is going to be instead of instead of handing the ball off maybe he'll hand the ball off some but it's going to be just Devontae Adams all day I I really think so I think he's going to get a lot of like little screen passes and then just you know become their running back I could see him getting 20 20 uh uh, targets tomorrow it's going to be nuts
1: I can definitely see a lot of uh maybe like a uh, reverses and yeah throwouts to Devonte where they're just quick screens. But I mean, Sanfran's not going to do anything. They're not going to be, I don't know how great their defense is right now, but I feel like how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys, just the Niners are starting to just lose hope or that they're losing the drive. And you can kind of, sense it because when you see your star players get injured that hurts you when you play on that team and I think that's what's going to happen to this team now they saw Kittle go gone they're seeing Monster gone they're seeing Debo Samuel just never getting to play in a damn game because of something and it's just like it's going to be deflating and I think we're going to see it tomorrow for sure and it's going to be the start of the decline and, and Cowboys you know, just got a head start. That's all.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, Brandon Ayuk is, is out and, you know, J, you know, Nick Mullins, he was great against Seattle last week, but you know, there was a game where he got, you know, got benched for CJ Beathard because he was, he thought he was Brett Favre and instead he was throwing up, throwing up picks like he was Jameis Winston. So uh i mean that's why it's kind of like i think i think the point spread is just going up because that you know green bay has well, think about you know, it, no one's gonna bet on the other side so they gotta make no it. way yeah because it's like you got a hall of fame quarterback in aaron Rodgers, and you got uh, you know i got an all-pro receiver in Devontae adams and they can they they can't stop the run they're number 32 against running you know running backs but uh you know They're running, they're they're running San Francisco's running backs. They're, they're, they're going off of kids. So I I just don't see how much they're going to do. I mean, they might keep it a little close, but I think Green Bay is going to score a bunch of points tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, at what point, if you're Green Bay, do you put in your second team? Oh, I think I, I think if you've got uh, a yeah, at least three touchdown lead, like in
0: the thir- in it, going into the fourth quarter, that's when you're, that's when you, you, that's when you call out for, you know, all you need is love, Jordan Love. All you need is love.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, take us to Atlanta, baby. All right. So, looking at the script, I can tell you that this game, th- if you think truly about. The way, the theme of this season, Atlanta's going to go out to a great lead and Denver's going to come back second half. Denver did it last week against the Chargers. Now they're three and four. Atlanta seems to do it every week and just always give up leads. And they're two and six. So they have Atlanta uh, by four. And that's tough because I feel like the Chargers are better than Atlanta and Denver beat them. So I just want to bet on Denver. And I don't like Denver. And that's me betting with my heart, though. (laughs) But in all honesty, Denver's does have a good, somewhat running game, and we'll see who's going to run. Philip Lindsay jammed his toes, according to the NFL Network. But they still have Melvin Gordon. And Melvin Gordon, even though he looks ugly, last week with only 47 yards total, when he's alone, he can still do damage. We saw him get over 120 yards that one week with a touchdown. So he's still productive, which opens up the field for Drew Locke. Atlanta can't stop anything. I mean, they can in the beginning, and they do have a really good rush defense, but I just feel like I don't even care anymore who's on that team. I already know what's going to happen. Atlanta's going to give up a lead. Like That's all you got to think in the game. Other than that, Julio Jones is probably going to go off again. Uh, I believe Keenan Allen still tore it up last week. Still got, I think, around. Mm -hmm. So he's... And expect Julio to get the same volume. Ridley, he got a fo- foot sprain, so he's likely out because the following week is a bye. So with Ridley out, I would definitely want to pick up Gage. Gage, when I believe when Julio was out earlier, Gage was hot. I mean, he's oh, always yes, he been, did. He's always uh-huh. been a, a piece that can be like what Ridley is to Julio, where he gets 100 yards and two touchdowns. I think Gage did something like that. Because I've been betting on him on daily fantasy, hoping he's been going to do it again. But Julio's been in the way. So now that Ridley's out of the way, it's like, all right, he's going to put up Ridley numbers. Hayden Hurst, I'm still never going to trust. So forget it. But when you look at Atlanta's defense, they are the worst against the quarterback and the worst against tight ends and the fourth worst against wide receivers. That's all Denver needs because Denver. Denver's not that great of a team either, but their defense can at least hold back Atlanta. Atlanta's defense isn't going to be able to hold back Denver. And I just seen, I've seen Noah Fant doing what everyone wants to see him do. Uh, cause everyone's high on Noah Fant and he really hasn't done much, but this is the week where it's like, all right, Noah, show us, show us what you're really going to do. And I wouldn't expect big numbers from lock just cause it's Locke.
0: But it's but their their Atlanta's defense is so bad. I almost feel like just by default, Locke's going to throw for three hundred yards. I mean, I did not. I was not overly impressed with him. You know, top to bottom, he made some good throws, but he also made some throws that just, you know, were way off or 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 uh, kind of ill advised last week against the Chargers. But. um but yeah, is so bad. Atlanta is so bad. And this game's going to have a shootout potential because Denver, the place where Denver is, has been a little bit vulnerable, has been in the I passing game. I don't
1: trust game. Drew Locke enough to say shootout. You don't think so? I just, no? I just don't think he's that good.
0: Well, he's not as good as Matty Ice. So, I mean, Mateo Yellow, he's, you know, he's already the QB 10 this season, uh, you know, already thrown 12 touchdowns in seven games. So, you know, he's close to a 30, 30 touchdown pace.
1: Um, QB, but, I don't, I, I, QB 10 is like, I don't want to say bottom of the league, but it really is. But, yeah, yeah, it's Matty Ice. At least yeah. he's not throwing that many interceptions.
0: Yeah, but what, what I was going to say is by default – drew drew lock I, I think it, by default i think it's just going to be drew lock is going to get so much volume he's going to throw so much that he's probably going to end up with you know three close to 300 or you know maybe more, more than he 300 threw
1: 41 euros. times last week and yeah. only got 248 so i don't know i, I think no matter what we're going to see ryan do better than him do you think Gurley's actually going to look good i don't like Gurley at all on any team but he's the RB7 right now yeah. which is really hard to but that's because of touchdowns totally. because he's not receiving anything he's only got 77 yards and 531 yards really isn't that much for 7 weeks of action it, it is uh, totally it it is totally you know touchdown dependent i mean
0: the denver the one the, the one place they are good against the run uh, not good against the pass, So I think, I think early going to get slowed down this week, but yeah, I, I agree with you when you say that, uh, Julio Jones is going to, going to have a big game. So if, since it's likely that Ridley's out, it's, you know, Matt, Matt Ryan's going to be looking at him first and foremost, and that's going to, that, that's going to be it. That's going to be it. Could be, this could be a game for Jerry Judy. Um, because Tim Patrick is still kind of questionable. I think he's expected to play, but, you know, he still might be a little bit, you know, there might be some residuals. So Jerry Judy might be, uh, in addition to Noah Fant, maybe somebody who's, uh, you know, gets gets some extra looks from Locke. Ooh, look at that. (laughs) Take us (laughs) to Buffalo. Ah, Buffalo. This is going to be a fun game because – This is an important game. One of the top
1: NFC versus one of the top AFC teams
0: yep I think you know th- this was probably a dark horse Super Bowl uh Super Bowl game right yes. at the beginning of the season. But one of the things and th- because of the fact uh because of what we looked at last week just the 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 crap load of ga- games that had uh weather issues, I went ahead and looked at weather.com for uh for this game and it's going to be sunny skies, 67, light wind, so weather is not going to be a factor. So what I'm thinking here, it's going to be a shootout. It's, I mean, it's going to be Russell Wilson is going to cook from the beginning to end. So, you know, he's the QB one overall on the season. And with all these question marks in the running game, it's going to be DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett all day long. DK Metcalf just, you know, he had the 12 receptions. It's going to be
1: one of them. It's not going to be both of them. It's going to you don't be think it could be,
0: be both Both having good games? I mean, no. one could be, have a blow-up game and the other... But it is weird how the last two weeks one has blown up and the other one's had a quiet game.
1: Yeah, so. and I think you should just keep betting on that. I think Buffalo's good. Uh, the thing that's going to be the Achilles heel for Seattle's their horrible defense. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna allow Josh Allen to not have to run so much, so he's gonna be able to throw to Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. I, I would expect to get big numbers in this game. So, and just that right there. Tells you this is going to be a shootout. Tells you that this has the 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 ability to be like a like field goal game, if not less than that, to where they're battling. And no matter what, whoever has the ball at the end is going to win. So it'll be fun because everyone here can produce, except the defenses. So yeah. it's going to be a fun game to watch. Do you like the over on this one, 55.5? I do, but that's really but i mean i definitely can see both the like 35 to 28 i can see i would expect it to be like 35 34 and the the one thing that i have a question on this is are we done with singletary is he like should i not drop him but i'm never starting him again
0: oh i mean this one's tough i mean singletary uh i mean you got to have something better um and, and at this point, it, it's going to be hard to have better than than Singletary because there's been so much attrition on the running backs, and now you're in the bye weeks. So uh, it, it's tough to do that. But, you know, Zach Moss is getting the important, important carries, you know, down by the goal line. He got two touchdowns last week. They both had 14 carries last week. But uh, to me, I think, I, th- I think it's going to be – you know, it's going to be the quarterback receiver combos. And, um, you know, I know you've been, you know, you've created a monster. You really got me thinking, uh, about, uh, does Josh Allen are his, is his value in DFS? Uh, is it, I haven't looked at DraftKings yet, but is his value dropped enough that he could be, you know, kind of in a bargain and maybe be a nice little stack with Stefan Diggs?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess with Diggs that you could do that. I definitely am going to look up him. I'm going to go over all of our schedules because there are some juicy matchups for for certain players. I Like, for example, Drew Locke, you can get him dirt cheap, but he might be able to pull off a lot. But this guy, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's going to be – they always go with Josh Allen. This game looks like it's going to be one of the ones where he's going to get away with it. He's going to throw for 350 yards run for 50 and get four touchdowns. And that's just because of how bad Seattle is, but that's also because that's how good Seattle's offense is, is that they're going to have to keep scoring no matter what. And since neither team has a defense that can turn over the ball a lot, it's just going to be you score, I score, you score, I score.
0: Oh, it's gonna be fun.
1: This is gonna be a fun game. This is gonna be a track meet. I, I, you know
0: what? And I, I think actually this might be a game to pay up. And uh, if you uh, stack Allen and Diggs, I think it might make sense to you know to go over and get a DK Metcalf, or maybe go a little cheaper and get Ty Lockett, and um, maybe get uh, you know part of the shootout. So
1: definitely uh, get part of the shootout in this. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We'll take uh Tennessee down in, uh, down in Ma- Nashville. Just just real quick. Oh, I think, I think it's finally fun. I have you doing F- draft Kings.
0: You yes. need to do more
1: of it, but I, I was happy you did it. And I got my other buddy to do it. So I feel like now in our little, in our little group, we have like nine people playing every weekend. So I want you to do it again, Georgie. So I will pick Josh Allen. I, I, Otherwise, I, I will.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm already I'm already thinking there. I'm already thinking there. You know, good. I'll send so, you
1: the I'll send you the link. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So this next game actually is really fun because both of these teams have something to prove. Last week, and we're talking about Chicago, Tennessee here. Both of them, surprisingly, for one of them, is five and three, the other, five and two, and the five and three being Chicago and Tennessee the other. Now, Tennessee was great one time. They were 5-0. and What happened since? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Tannehill is who we thought he was. <laughs> uh, he obviously, two weeks ago, they played Pittsburgh. A tough game for them. Last week, how do you lose to Cincinnati? Or, like, That's just inexcusable. How, not if you want to be a playoff team. No. no and it's not only on. that, how do you lose by, what, 11? Like, ugh. They lost easy. But yeah, that, you know what And yeah. so so put that in your head, right? So now if you're a Titan, you're like, I got to come back from this. I got to show that our, this team's better. But then you go to Chicago, and they're playing way better than they, they have. They're 5-3, and three, so they are definitely almost going to go to playoffs. But last week, they lost in a very close game to New Orleans, only by three points. So now they got to prove to themselves, we're a playoff team. We can make the playoffs. We almost beat New Orleans, so let's go out there, beat Tennessee, another team who's probably going to make the playoffs, and show teams that we're actually something to look at. So it's going to be a fun game in the sense of that's what I think the team dynamic is. And honestly, I I look at this and I just don't expect either team to move the ball around much. I think this is going to be running game on running game. Obviously, Derrick Henry is going to try to bust a hole through this tough Chicago defense, and one of their Worst features for Chicago's defense is their their running back game as far as how they hold them, but that's only because they're fifth best against the QB, third best against wide receivers. So guess what? Who are we gonna see again? Crappy Tannehill. And mark my words, you might be able to get AJ Brown like a long touchdown, but that's gonna be because Tennessee might have to f- might be behind by a touchdown or two. And that's only if Nick Foles shows up. I don't know what Nick Foles we're going to see. If Nick Foles can't move the ball, I highly doubt David Montgomery is against. I mean, this defense isn't that great, but Montgomery just, I don't see him moving the ball much. He's not impressive. And that's it. If they're not going to move it, I already know Tennessee's not. So it's up to Chicago to make this game competitive or not. Cause Chicago can choose to keep it competitive or Chicago can actually go out and just take over the ball take over the whole game because Tannehill's not good enough to overcome the Chicago defense if they're behind. And at least Chicago is good enough to go out to a lead. So in this game, yes, get Montgomery. If he's cheap, he's still like, you want the guy to get a touchdown. He's so close to being like one of the, the running backs you want every week. Cause he's consistently in the almost double digits and sometimes 15 but definitely Allen Robinson's going to be the hot guy of the week and oh, definitely yeah. Mooney too. Mooney's coming out of nowhere. Um, I believe – what's his name? Who's the number two Miller? Anthony Miller, yeah. He's out, I think right? Mill- Mooney's.
0: I think Mooney's the num-
1: new number two there. And Mooney's good. He looks quick. Yeah, he's
0: so fast. He's, so he's a rookie, right?
1: Though. Yep. And so I feel like Robinson and Mooney have a great chance to try to – show off and get this team a win here. So I would definitely want them in DFS. I would want Robinson because usually he goes for cheap. He's like cheaper than a lot of the elites, but he can definitely get the number of the elites. So on the Tennessee side, I wouldn't even want to get Derrick Henry because he's not going to be cheap in, in DraftKings. I still think Derrick Henry can pull off maybe what he did last week with like a hundred yards and a touchdown, but I think that's your cap. I don't see Derrick Henry doing much more than that uh aj brown once again i think he's capped at 10 i just think the chicago defense is too good and that Tannehill's not going to be able to to just fling him back in the game
0: yeah i've got uh, i've got aj brown on a couple teams and it's it's got me a little bit worried uh this matchup has me a little bit worried uh
1: chicago's great against the quarterback and wide receiver so it's just like so
0: good so good i mean you know the uh Drew Brees kind of got enough last week to, to be able to beat them. And, it, and it, that game was in Chicago. But, uh, but again, I mean, both these teams are bl- are wounded after losing last week. So I think this is going to be a tough game, but uh, the thing is folds could be a sneaky play just because of the fact that the Tennessee is just not good
1: against the pass right now. So uh, he just hasn't you know, done anything. Yeah. So it's hard to, to trust him, but I mean, I guess he is due, right? Could be. Vamos a ver
0: I mean this game is in Tennessee and I looked and it doesn't look like weather's going to be much of an issue in this one so might it might get, might get a, a true game here on this one so I'm gonna take us to a game where uh weather is not going to be an issue Baltimore at Indianapolis so it's going to be obviously in a dome Baltimore is a two-point favorite uh 46.5 over under you
1: know and I game, think that's too
0: high the, I think I think you're right both defenses are too good to be to to have both teams scoring in the 20s
1: I don't see. Yeah, I I agree with that.
0: I look at this game and I, I remember the Ray Lewis Baltimore days and Peyton Manning. And it was it was a day where it was it was it was somewhere in the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s. Both, you know, everybody was at the top of their game. And uh, I mean, I think Peyton was definitely in his prime. And, uh, you know, it was all the talk before the game was, are, are these guys going to, uh, you know, is the, is the Baltimore defense going to be too strong for Indianapolis? And then what ended up happening was playing on that turf. Peyton Manning was just surgical. He was just surgical. He threw like 350 yards and three touchdowns. He was just fantastic. I had him that year and it was just, I mean, it was just amazing to watch that game. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that this week from uh, Indianapolis because, you know, Phillip Rivers is the QB27 and uh, it's just, it, it, you know, I, I just I don't know. And plus, T.Y. Hilton, who has not shown up uh, at all this season, is battling a groin. He's questionable to play in this game. I think Philip
1: Rivers is just there in Indianapolis to sign autographs and wave. Uh,
0: I, I just wonder what they what what what's going to be their plan. I still think that they need to trade for Sam Bradford and turn him into his successor. So, uh, you know, what? I think that's that's my recommendation. You know, um, I, I don't I don't know what's what's gonna be the plan otherwise because uh uh I don't think it's Phillip that after this season. I think they gotta be looking at getting a getting a guy getting a young guy in there to be there. Sam
1: too. Bradford? No,
0: I'm sorry, Sam Darnold.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. What, I was, what gonna was gonna say like I was a, like that guy, like just thinking of that was the old like I, I feel bad. Oh for that man, guy.
0: that's you know that tequila is a good you know tequila is a strong you know <laughs> substance <laughs> if you have too much of it. So uh, you know podcasters do not drink tequila and and <laughs> and uh, host a podcast. <laughs> that's uh, a, that's
1: just a funny name to hear because it reminds me of like because I just happened to see college football this week and see Matt liner, oh, and Brady yes. Quinn and I'm like oh those names used to be big. Just like Bradford,
0: it's like and you. We've had the land of misfit toys. We've had that. That's the land of uh, washed up running quarterbacks or washed out right. quarterbacks.
1: So, <laughs> Darnold's gonna be one of them. But
0: oh, oh, I don't know. I, I, he's got talent, but yeah. It, so far, you know, I've heard. I've had several. You know, Rich Eisen, who's a huge Jet fan, uh, he said they've broken Sam Darnold. They've broken Sam Darnold. But uh, when it comes to this game, I. You know, I think Jordan Wilkins could be a play because I'm. I would hazard to guess Jonathan Taylor is not going to be much of a factor battling an injury, an ankle injury, and Wilkins did run the ball 20 times last week. Uh, and and it's I, I just don't know if T Y Hilton's out. It's gonna it could be Michael Pittman who's back from injury and Trey Burton.
1: So, uh, that's, that's kind of like ugly. You don't trust either of them. I mean, I wouldn't trust any of this team because I don't like Phillip rivers being the QB 27, but then you also got Baltimore. Who's like number one against the running back, number six against wide receivers. And they need to be number one against the running back. Cause that's the only thing Indy has going for them. So, I mean, this game, I do think Baltimore is going to win 24
0: to 17. And on the other side, I think Lamar Jackson is going to, you know, he had a rough game. He had the two lost fumbles last week and two interceptions. So four total turnovers. That's, that's a tough one. Wow. And you know, he's not, he's not going to threaten throwing for 300 yards in this game, but uh, I think, I think he's going to, I think there's going to be some RPO plays that he turns into some long gains in this one. and, Uh, and maybe that opens up some running lanes for, uh, JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards. The interesting thing is how Hollywood Brown is going to get some, uh, work this week, because he kind of did the squeaky wheel thing, you know, after the game, he sent out a tweet about, you know, getting, you know, about, uh, being the, you know, having, having the weapon, but not using it. And then he deleted it, but of course people saved it. <laughs> and does he get some extra play? Does he get some extra play?
1: So. I think they kind of have to. Um, He's productive when they use him. I think that we, the reason they strayed from him is because whenever they had a tough, like when they played Kansas city and they tried to go to Marquise, Lamar Jackson just couldn't hit him because Lamar was overthrowing him all the time, trying too hard. So I think that's why they didn't go to Hollywood too much. Plus Hollywood had tight coverage. So I feel like, they didn't want to try too hard to go to them because they didn't want to fall behind quickly, like they did it with Kansas City, or they just wanted to make it their game right. script. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, you know, take us home, and you get someone to join, and let's also remember, you know, one of the things we left out. You and I are facing off this week in the Familia League, <laughs> and, and this is get-
1: actually a really fun game because I get to finally use. CMC, I believe. Oh, tengo miedo, baby. Tengo miedo. So we got Carolina three and five at Kansas City, seven and one. It's going to be 74 and partly sunny. So expect the Bruce Lee of running backs to kill it. (laughs) The defense for Kansas City running backs is mid level. However, CMC is elite level. So I'm hoping this dude hoping he gets over 200 yards tomorrow right georgie
0: you know what i i got him uh in my in my own personal rankings i got him as the rb4 this week um behind who i got him behind kamara cook and i think derrick henry Uh, i'm
1: gonna look that one up in a second Uh, mark my words cmc if they let him play fully rb1 that's the only thing they won't stop him. Kansas City will not stop him. But maybe he's on a pitch count.
0: That's the thing that that's what I keep thinking about that he's going to be on a pitch count and he and they're not going to u- utilize him fully. So that's why I kind of I kind of put him behind uh the other guys. So I'm, I'm oh, setting my see.
1: alarm. I'm excited for this. Yep, it was- One thing that that they got to worry about. Teddy Bridgewater last week just was horrible. It was was it raining? yeah it was right it was ugly ring so, too so he just had 170 what yards and i mean we mike davis didn't do anything the past two weeks so i feel like this team's ready to blow up you got robbie anderson who was doing awesome just last week had a little dud and by the way i think robbie anderson has more receiving yards than philip rivers has passing <laughs> isn't that crazy <laughs> Yeah, because I think I we saw Phil Burrs had five, I don't know I saw something where a quarterback had only 500, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Uh, anyway, so Robbie Anderson's been doing great all year, and I think now DJ Moore, people had noticed he's gaining a lot more targets, gaining a lot more reception. Finally, he's turning it on, and he caught up to Robbie Anderson's numbers. And I think this is a perfect game for Carolina to really try to throw the ball a lot uh, and go in the air because they're I. I they are going to do a pitch count with uh run CMC, but if they throw the ball a lot, he's going to be able to go out and do the, uh, what CMC does best are the, the screen passes. So if they can open up the ball like that, Oh, CMC is going to run all over this team. God, I hope he gets like 150 for rushing hundred receiving and he can do it because he'll do it. He'll get one 80 yard run and then he'll walk back to the sideline with no sweat on him. Yeah, it'll so, be like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Take the gloves off, coach. Uh, and then on the other side, to see the other best player in the league in Patrick Mahomes uh, go against a defense that's been okay against quarterbacks and wide receivers. They're QB eight and wide receiver four as far as Carolina is. So I, I hope it's competitive so that we could see Mahomes. Mahomes last week was just on fire. I'm happy because, believe it or not, a lot of people didn't play Mahomes. Not didn't play him, but... They didn't trust in him, And in two quarterback leagues, people were thinking about putting him down because he was going against the jets in the week before Patrick Mahomes got a big lead. He got minuscule numbers, but then this week he just absolutely blew up. So I don't know why that was honestly, I thought they were going to run all week last week. So who knows what they're going to do this week? It seems like they like to change it up weekly. So this week, are we going to see more Le'Veon? Are we going to see CEH last week? Both of them each had six rushes. Is that because Le'Veon was back in New Jersey and they wanted to put him more in the game or is this really going to be a 50, 50 split? I don't know, but this team, Carolina, they suck against the running back. So Kansas city can kind of try to see what they're going to do this, this time with the running backs. But I would stray away from that situation if you can, other than that, it looks like it's going to be a high scoring game. So fire up all the wide receivers, and I would definitely want to fire up CMC and uh, put them on all my DFS teams. The
0: one thing, yeah, I, I look at, I, I look at that Carolina defense. They've been surprisingly good against the pass, but uh, they just they haven't faced patrick mahomes so i, I and mean, that's I, the they, thing i don't care how yeah. good your
1: defense is it's patrick mahomes patrick mahomes He's is gonna it, make is you are, look ugly somewhere yeah
0: and it's gonna be nice weather it's it, you know it's gonna be mid 70s so uh yeah it's gonna be it, patrick mahomes i wouldn't be surprised if he threw another for another 350 plus and three four touchdowns and just and,
1: and, and i think they're just gonna use this game as like uh Find out what they need on their team to get better at. You know what I mean? Like so I think they're gonna run a lot this game, just at the start because the Carolinas defense is soft and Kansas City kinda has to find out their running back situation. So yeah, and, exactly. And no mm-hmm. matter what, if they if they start off Come on. uh if they start off behind, they're gonna be able to catch up easy because Patrick Mahomes can just psh, throw the ball real quick, flick it over to, to Kelsey easily. So I think they're gonna they're gonna rush a lot in the beginning.
0: It's the other guy? You got Kelsey too. I mío, So oh yeah, oh I, you know. I I'm
1: my team's murderous. I got yeah. Kelsey, Kamara, CMC, Scary Terry, DeAndre Hopkins, Patrick Mahomes. They're now Kyler Murray. Close enough. You're done. Oh, oh. you're
0: done. And I I need I need to. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna be able to do. I don't know. I don't like
1: to talk projections, but it's like my projection this week's phenomenal so uh, i
0: think you're yeah i think you're about a dozen points ahead of me on this one so uh we'll see we'll see that's why you got to play the game so beer bet beer bet of course of all course right. I, you know i'm not going to i'm not going to be scared beer bet <laughs> beer bet between the you know beer bet between the podcast primos all the I time i can
1: hear your voice shaking already
0: i am shaking I, i'm i'm already figuring <laughs> out i got to buy that uh you know get the 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 chili lime uh transplants brew for you know the, cherry uh, lime yeah uh, the
1: uh the one named the lime ricky
0: the lime ricky <laughs> uh well bueno, everybody this es is todo for our show. Right, uh, thanks again to anchor.fm for being our hosting network and making sure independent podcast gets out to you the familia um please subscribe at apple spotify google uh, you know, wherever you get a pot, uh, pocket cast, wherever you get your podcasts and on Apple, please leave us a review. Uh, remember follow us on Twitter at Familia FFB. I'm at Jorge Martin 17 and our FamiliaFFB.com, where you're going to see Adentro Afuera over these days, over these next couple of days, getting, uh, getting ready for the stardom sit and don't forget our Familia FFB Facebook page. Gracias everybody. Adios todos somos, amigos. Remember, todos somos familia. Salud!